Well, good day, friends. Welcome to Tuesday, January the 18th. Today's episode of Enough for Today. We get to start a new psalm. And we are, oh goodness, this is like our 56th psalm. Uh, so we are, you know, approaching, we're a little over a third of the way through the book. Um, I think, you know what, now that I say that, I think my numbering is off. I think we're in our 60th, 60 psalms or so. Um, in fact, let me check here because it's 61. This will be our 62nd psalm, uh, which is really cool. I, I'm just looking forward to continually progressing through the book. And thanks for joining me on the journey. Uh, we're in Psalm 35. We already did 34. Uh, we finished 33 yesterday. So today we move on to Psalm 35. This is a Psalm of David. And today we're just going to lay the groundwork. We're going to uh, get the background, get the context, and then read through it. And I'm going to send you into your day. And I love to do this. I love to read the whole flow of a psalm. So this is Psalm 35. It's a psalm of David. There are 28 verses in this psalm. Uh, this is called an imprecatory psalm. There's about a dozen of them in the psalms. And there, it's the kind of psalm when you read, you're thinking, wow, this is brutal. This guy is praying that bad things would happen uh, to bad people. Is it really good to pray that? Shouldn't we be praying uh, that we would love them and that they would repent and that God would be patient with them? And isn't God a God of love? And the answer to all that is yes, yes, yes. David would have wanted his enemies to repent. The key about an imprecatory psalm that you need to understand is that these psalms are prayed about people that are unrepentant. Um, so what does God do with evil that is unrepentant. Well, he does what any loving, good um, God would do. Any, any just God, any holy God would have to deal with, uh, with unrepentant evil in finality. He would have to destroy it. If he didn't destroy it, it would either be because he's not good or he's not powerful enough or he doesn't care, okay? If he's good, that means he's holy. That means he's just. That means he's a good judge, which means he's going to be, he's going to hate that which is evil or wicked. And it means he's going to bring about vengeance and wrath and justice, judgment on that which is wicked. And so obviously God's character throughout scripture is that he is a God of mercy and he calls humanity to repentance. But for unrepentant humanity, God has left no alternative but to be a vindicator of righteousness. Uh, that if he's good and if he's all-powerful and if he cares, then he's going to deal with finality with evil. And so when David or anybody else, Jesus or Paul or anybody else in Scripture, prays for God's judgment to fall, the context is always unrepentant hearts, um, hearts and minds that are not going to turn in repentance to God no matter what, no matter what evidence they see, no matter how visible or how uh, true God reveals himself to be, they're still going to defy him with evil intent, with wickedness. Sin is against God and it exists and it's being permitted for a short time, but God's going to deal with it. So this prayer that David's going to pray is in the event that his enemies are unrepentant, then God avenge me, uh, deal with them, crush them, uh, bring their wickedness to a grinding halt. 
So that's what an imprecatory psalm is, and that's why it's permissible to pray, because you're praying that God's will would be done ultimately, that he would be the judge and the justice giver that he promises to be. Um, the other thing we need to know about this psalm is that we don't know really the specific background. Some scholars would say it fits perfectly with Saul's antics against David and David running and fleeing from the injustice and the slander and the diabolical uh, nature of Saul. Saul wanted David dead, which at that time in Saul's life was in direct defiance, willful, knowledgeable, uh, predetermined, deliberate defiance to Almighty God. So, of course, David wants Saul to repent, but at this point, uh, that is not likely. So, in the event of unrepentant Saul, God avenge me. So, we think this is about Saul chasing David and David hiding and escaping and needing protection, needing vengeance from God. So, let's read it together and, uh, and see what this psalm says, and then we'll pick up the verse by verse tomorrow. A psalm of David. Verse 1, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive, strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take a hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me and their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him, yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in mine adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers and feasts they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long wilt thou look on? Rescue my soul from their destructions, my darling from the lions. I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Let not them that are, thine, that, that are mine enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let them wink with the eye that hate me without a cause. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful matters against them that are quiet in the land. Yea, they opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha, aha, our eye hath seen it. This thou hast seen, O Lord. Keep not silence. O Lord, be not far from me. Stir up thyself and awake to my judgment, even unto my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so we would have it. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. 
Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice at mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Man, there's a lot in this psalm. This is heavy. Uh, David was really the, the recipient of severe injustice from those that he considered to be his friend and from those to whom he had truly and purely and completely extended himself and his heart. And yet he was betrayed. Have you ever been there? Maybe you're there now. Well, this is a psalm for you. We've all experienced on some level in some way, we've all experienced injustice, prejudice, slander. We've all been betrayed or let down or disappointed. And if you haven't lived long enough for that to happen, just hold on. It's going to. But you have a vindicator. You have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And you can lay out your cause before him and plead your cause before him and know that he is going to uh, keep the record and he's going to write the record. So my friend, this is going to be a great psalm. We're going to have a good time in this psalm. I'm trying to get my roll out to begin rolling, and sometimes it doesn't work. There we go. Um, this is going to be a fun journey, so you join me tomorrow. Happy Tuesday. We're going to pick it up in Psalm 35 in verse 1 tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you tomorrow.